I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple of years, and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start when you can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel 
like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. And welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janine Amapola, and happy Tuesday, you guys. I hope you're having an amazing day, and if you don't know, I drop these every single Tuesday, so Tuesdays just got better, baby. (laughs) Something for you guys to look forward to every single Tuesday. And I'm really, really excited about today's episode. I've had tons of requests to bring on this specific couple to Happy and Healthy. I'm interviewing today Tori and Chad Masters. They are a married couple that has a podcast, Instagram, a YouTube channel together, and they're just an overall an awesome couple. Like I look up to them and I'm good friends with them and I was super excited to bring them on. Um, today's episode has so many nuggets of just truth and wisdom. And I mean, so many things I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to write that down and remember that when I'm, you know, getting married and everything of that sort. So I really think you guys are going to find today's episode super beneficial, helpful. And I think you guys are just going to love the conversation with them. They're so fun. And I will have all their information down below so you guys can check them out. And so I hope you guys enjoy today's episode with Tori and Chad Masters. We're talking all about marriage, healthy relationships, healthy marriages, all that type of stuff. So hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Well, Tori and Chad, welcome to the podcast. How the heck are y'all doing today? We are doing fantastic. Thanks for having us. We're so excited. Tori and I are in this amazing place right now where we're just throwing as many noodles against the walls we can. And what's shocking us is that there's like 50 noodles that are sticking. And so we're thankful to be here. We're thankful Mm -hmm. that you guys reached out and that we get to just talk shop with you. And I might uh, share some dad jokes too. Okay. I'm not understanding the noodle joke. Can you explain why you're throwing noodles at your walls? Uh, yes. Have you ever wanted to tell if a noodle is done? Uh, yes, but I don't think I've ever thrown it at the wall. Wait, really? You is never that, was that what like the cool kids are doing or something? Well, it's it's what the people who don't know how to cook do. It's oh, what I mean. do. <laughs> well, okay, baby. I love you so much. Poor You're Tori. so good at so many other things. You know? <laughs> it's this thing that a lot of parents will, will do with their children where if you want to tell if a noodle's done, you throw it at the wall. And if it sticks, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's like you're good to move forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now that I've had to explain a joke – we're off to a great start. <laughs> we are. I, you know, you said you're going to have dad jokes. Typically dad jokes, like they either go over my head or I just sit there and I'm like, uh, uh-huh. yeah. do, do I laugh at that? <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really struggle with dad jokes. So please forgive me. I'm going to be gracious and still laugh, but I, I struggle with them sometimes. I'm hey, not going to lie. You're, you're, you're totally fine. I mean, I'm like so used to them now. So. Oh, you, you know, think. yeah. It would be so funny if you recorded your laugh and on your Roadcaster Pro, you put that into one of the buttons and you had your laugh for dad jokes. You know, jokes. we do have laughter in here. Oh, oh. my gosh. That is so awesome. That's Chad just for that. you. So in case my jo- my laughing falls flat, we have background checks. Yeah, I brought- just for you. I appreciate the help. 
<laughs> anyway, but I'm super excited to have you guys on the podcast on Happy and Healthy. Um, you guys were actually requested. A lot of people, they love you guys. They're big fans. I love you guys. I think you guys are That's awesome. Sweet. I love what you're doing. Um, so I would love for you guys just to go ahead, introduce yourselves to maybe people that don't know who Tori and Chad are. So we are YouTubers, I guess you could say, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. YouTube podcast. We have a daily devotional podcast called The Messy Masterpiece. And I know. Daily? Daily. Daily. Oh, God bless you There's a whole story around that. Every every morning. There's a story if you want to hear it later. We do. I do um, eventually, yes. Perfect. So yeah, every morning we um, devote ourselves to the Lord with all of our listeners and we absolutely love it. But Really, the why behind our YouTube channel has always been we just want to be the people that we wish we would have had when we were younger. Mm. Um, we've both walked such different lives mm-hmm. and walks. And I always look back and I'm like, wow, I, I look back and when I had a mentor a little later in my life, it really changed my life dramatically. And I wish I would have had a mentor sooner. And so we just try to kind of bring that onto yeah. an online platform <laughs> and create this community and it's been it's been so fun. It's been yeah. a journey. Yeah. And then more on a personal level, Tori and I are newlyweds. Mm-hmm. It's coming up on three years, which is yeah. really sweet. That's awesome. We are okay. building our dream home in Central Florida and Lakeland, mm-hmm. if anyone knows where that is. Yeah. Um, and our love story is kind of wild. I'm yeah. not going to share the whole thing, but it's it's just kind of funny where uh, we met at a convention center in Orlando. Yeah. I was there for Comic-Con and Tori was there for Miss America, and which is just funny in itself, right? And then uh, I tried to date her, and then she friends on me for a while. But but look at me now, folks. Oops. Okay, <laughs> I made it out. I'm gonna write a a, a New York Times best selling uh, book called uh, "Getting Out of the Friend Zone: A Success Story." So he made it out of the friend zone twice. Yeah, she actually, if you know, whenever we get to share the whole story, mm-hmm. even as friends, just talking to you on the phone yeah. or whatever. Um, <laughs> or whenever we see you in Dallas soon. Wait, yes, I'm come sure to Dallas. We'll the whole story. Yes, yes, we will be in Dallas uh, the first weekend in November. So oh, we okay. Should, Please should hit me up. up. And I do Definitely. feel like, okay, so we have a common friend, Riley Sewell. She's yes. shared with me a little bit of your story. I think I've heard some of it online as well. And again, we don't, you know, we don't have time to go in the whole thing, but I do know you guys have your story online somewhere, right? Yes. Okay. So people can go find I think that. It's like, an 11 part series or something. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's still <laughs> happening, which is cool. But, but Chad, I do, I do have something for you. I have an applause for getting out of the friend zone. I need that. There you go. I need that because I, I, every day when I wake up, I look myself in the mirror and I hold up my, my wedding band and I said, you did it. You, you did, did it. it. I'm wow. super impressed. You know, some guys, they never get out of it. E- absolutely ever. Yeah. Like, can we just yeah. have like a moment of silence for the men that just stay oh in the friend God. zone? things oh, r.i.p anyway but y'all made it so you've been married for three years you guys do podcasting youtube you guys are awesome i think you're an incredible inspiration to young couples couples that are trying to figure this out um and you know from the looks of it of course social media you don't totally know what's going on but from the looks of it you guys have an extremely healthy blessed god-centered relationship i know i've watched your videos on like purity and stuff like that and mainly why i wanted to invite you guys on is for the young couples, people that are like, how do I have a healthy relationship? What are things mm-hmm. we should be doing now and also in marriage that maintain a healthy God-centered relationship? Plus, y'all work together. You work from home together. 
you know, what are the boundaries? I know this could definitely yeah. be a longer podcast, but I want to just like, kind of open up the floor for y'all to talk about what you first feel most passionate about regarding keeping a God-centered, healthy relationship. Well, I'm going to just sprinkle a little a little pepper on this uh, topic and then let Tori take off with it. Okay. Is that I just want to... I just want to encourage everyone who's listening or watching this that, you know, it's just what was mentioned earlier in this podcast that things are not always what they look like online. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Tori and I or other YouTubers or whoever can look like they have the perfect life, but no one really knows what's really going on. And I just want to encourage you that the, like the, the presence of healthiness in your life has nothing to do with how like perfectly you're walking in your your healthy goals right. it has to do with your actionable steps i know this sounds kind of confusing but it has to do with your steps that you're willing to take in order to live healthy because right now tori and i are in honestly one of the hardest seasons we've ever been in yeah and you know people on online may look at it and be like oh they live a pretty cool life but for us we have i don't want to say we've been struggling but we've been having to work through a bunch of stuff and yeah. i want people to just to feel encouraged that working through things is healthy Mm -hmm. on this earth. You will experience trials. You will Mm -hmm. go through suffering. You will disagree with your spouse. You will butt heads. These things will happen and that's okay, Mm -hmm. but you need to have a healthy way to approach resolving and solving these issues. Mm -hmm. And so I just want everyone to know right off the bat that Tori and I do not have all the answers, but we have a lot of responses of how we have had to work together Mm -hmm. through some pretty hard stuff, whether it's financial, relational, dealing with our past and different Mm -hmm. purity stories that we Mm -hmm. have. And, and I just want you all to know that it's, it can be, it can be tough to just try to pursue straight health in your Mm -hmm. life, but you can also look if you're, if you're in a going through hard time right now, you can also look at taking small, healthy, actionable steps and look at and see see those as little victories because yeah. I think we get so caught up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just want people to know that like living inside of a healthy relationship is not a destination. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of a verb, almost like if you look at like First Corinthians thirteen, how you know those descriptions of love you know, our verbs, they're things that we have to practice Mm -hmm. in this life. We will experience struggles. We will experience trials, suffering, persecution, hardships, disagreements, fights. You bring up each other's baggage. You have soul ties. You have all these things that make relationships so difficult. Yeah. And I just want people to know that we're all bringing our own crap into relationships, Mm -hmm. but the way we work through those in healthy ways is what's important. And so I just want people just to listen and just, and just not feel um, like, Oh dang, I have to do all these different things. Well, and I have to, it's like, it's not an achievement. Mm -hmm. It's it's an action. And so it's not like you need to get to health. You have to practice health. And hopefully a bunch of the small little steps that we share will encourage you. But I just wanted people to know and feel that, Hey, like you are going to go through hard times. You may be going through a hard time right now. Yeah. And for us in our hard times, like right now, Tori and I are probably in one of the hardest seasons that we've ever had. Yeah. But how we work through those hard times yeah. is what makes our relationship healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not the fact that we never argue. Yeah. We disagree mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But are we disagreeing in a way that's edifying to each other in God's kingdom? Yeah. And I definitely think there's boundaries even within like figuring things out as a couple, whether you're 
dating, engaged, married, et cetera, because that's something that I really, I feel like had to work on and learn as we got married was how to handle conflict and what Mm -hmm. are boundaries. And he handles things different than I handle things. And so when it comes to like boundaries in terms of what you were saying, like we work together, we're building a house together, like we're together all the time. And so for us, there's a lot of different things, but one I think is making sure that we have a relationship with the Lord separately Mm. because I can't love him well if I'm not first receiving love from the father and I can't be any of those things. Like he said in first Corinthians, I can't be patient. I can't be kind. I can't be gentle if I'm not first like living out the fruits of the spirit. And I can't live out the fruits of the spirit if I'm not in God's word. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing about marriage is we can kind of tell when the other person is off and we can encourage them in the faith and we can encourage them to go back to the cross and remember those things. But as you're dating, I think it is so pivotal to have a strong relationship with the Lord because I mean, that's the time that you're like figuring out like, okay, I know in marriage, I'm going to fight with someone, but who is it that I'm going to want to fight with, you know? And when you're in marriage, it's like, okay, we're, we're going to fight, but we're not fighting against each other. We're fighting for our Mm. marriage, you know? And so it's, it's different, you know, cause in dating, it's a little harder because you get in a fight and you're like, oh no, is this the end? Like, it's so scary. It's, that's such a good point. Yeah, totally. Oh my God gosh, it is like, I remember Chad and I didn't really fight when we were dating. And I honestly think it was because like, number one, I was like scared of conflict in general. But I remember the first fight we got in was once I moved to LA, we were engaged, we were dealing with all of the like wedding stress. And it was the first time that we had actually like gotten in a fight. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is it over? Is he gonna (laughs) call off the wedding? And he was like, Did you really think that? Yes. And that's he was so like, are crazy. you joking? Girls me? brains like girls brains literally. I mean, y'all have seen those memes. I'm sure where like, she's lying next to the guy and she's like, yep. I wonder yes. what he's thinking about. And he's thinking like, Oh, I'm going to make ramen noodles for dinner. And she's like, he's yeah. mad at me. And it's like, it's yeah. really is that. And of course, like, yeah, maybe there is a big moment in your engagement where it could lead to a breakup. But sometimes I think mm-hmm. girls brains, we spiral. We and that's why yeah. Like when the guy over communicates and helps with clarity and mm-hmm. kindness, it helps ease our minds because we do tend to overthink and go crazy and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, what if and da da da. Um, but yes. I did want to say, like, thank you guys. Thank you, Chad, for obviously leading in that with honesty and transparency and being humble to say, like, we don't have this all together because there are so many relationships. Like, I can think of a couple that. I've seen on Instagram in every single post is like, he's the best thing ever. And I'm so in love and da, da, da. And I think like, yeah. oh my gosh, like I want that. Or what it like, what will my relationship be like that? And it's unrealistic. So thank you for mm-hmm. leading with transparency yeah. and being like, just because we're a Christian God centered couple does not mean there will not be trials, tribulations, conflict, you know, yeah. all that type of stuff. So yeah. thank you for saying yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and another thing, I really want people to know that if you have conflict with the person you're dating, engaged to, or married, like that's also not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Like we need to stop looking at conflict and disagreements as it's like, oh, this is the end of the road. Right. I guess that's it for us. You know, you, you've yeah. already named your relationship like Chori and you're oh just my like, gosh. now Chori's no longer <laughs> existing. What am I going to No, Like, I just want people to feel so confident knowing that you yeah. are allowed to be your own person and mm-hmm. they are allowed to be their own person. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree, 
that's not a bad thing. Right. What's bad is when you let it get a wedge inside of your relationship and mm-hmm. the enemy gets a foothold and yeah. then you start to resent each other and your pride gets in the way. That's bad. That's, Disagreeing yeah. is not bad. How, mm-hmm. You know, disagreeing in an unhealthy way is bad. And so yeah. that's just stuff I'm super passionate about because I just feel like people want this like, this perfect image of love and the only perfect image of love that's ever existed was Christ dying for us. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so we're just trying to die to ourselves now daily Mm -hmm. with our spouse. And yeah. Wow. That light changed right there. Sorry. (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, you saw the, the light change. There's a cloud. You know, in Florida, we, this is just the the place where if you don't like the weather, they say wait 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yo, Texas um, can be just like that add. too. But go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Tori. That's true. Uh, something else I wanted to add, especially in regards to conflict in marriage, is there's boundaries in that. And I, I don't think I really finished my thought earlier, but there's things that we have learned in in terms of like dealing with conflict and not to speak out of anger, not to sin in our anger. And there's, Mm. we handled it differently in the beginning of our marriage because we just didn't know yet. But now we kind of know, okay, things are getting a little bit heated. We're going to say some things that we're not going to mean. We actually need to separate for like 10 minutes and pray. And normally you guys, it is the craziest thing. We will come back together and look at each other (laughs) and just start laughing because in that 10 minutes, we'll realize like how silly we were being and how we were allowing our feelings to get in the way. And inside of a marriage, you can't always just rely on your feelings. Like feelings need to follow action sometimes because sometimes you're not going to feel like being kind, but when you speak kindness feelings follow when you act loving love follows like there has been moments um in our relationship where we've had some conflict and i have had the mental like i actually was talking about this recently with some of our friends where i remember this like it was like almost an out-of-body experience where i felt my flesh and the spirit like having a a conversation like an argument of how i was about to handle um communicating with chad and my flesh was saying, pull away from him, shame him, make him feel terrible. Like, don't give him, don't reconcile. Like, that's what my flesh wanted because I wanted to make him feel something that I was like feeling or whatever. And my spirit was like, look at your husband, tell him you love him, give him the same grace that I give you every single day. Mm. Wow. And I was like, Ugh. that's powerful. <laughs> Do you want to get out of here? Hard. It, it, yeah, but you know, it, it took an action. <laughs> You know, and, and so if I remember having to choose to obey the spirit in that moment and it led to reconciliation and truly like we felt so much closer as a couple after handling that conflict Mm. in a healthy way. And I think that a lot of people or a lot of couples don't feel closer after communicating. They feel like they, they never win because they're not trying to communicate in a healthy way and allowing the spirit into this conflict. I have so oh. many pieces of advice rushing into my head right now. Interrupting today's episode to let you guys know that it is sponsored by BetterHelp, which is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And I really think you guys are going to like this one because I know that I went through some very tough times in my life and I needed to seek out help. And so I sought out an actual therapist and that's what BetterHelp is. BetterHelp is on the mission and 
on the drive to help you guys find a licensed professional therapist. So what they do is they'll assess your needs and they'll match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, but it's an actual professional therapy done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. So if you're an international listener, then this can definitely still help you guys out. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy and free to charge therapists if needed. They really do want to help you guys live a happier, healthier life. So you guys can go check them out today. And for my happy and healthy listeners, they were giving you guys a 10% off coupon code for the first month at betterhelp.com slash healthy. The code again is healthy. You guys are going to love this. I promise you. So if you guys are looking for a therapist and you want it just to be safe within your own home, you don't even have to leave, then definitely check out BetterHelp. Again, that is H-E-L-P, BetterHelp. Bye, guys. Enjoy the episode. I know. Like, I'm oh like, gosh. and I have things I want to respond because y'all are just like, y'all have such good wisdom and truth. And like, I did love that you guys mentioned the fact that like, it's not about like fighting. It's about fighting well mm-hmm. and learning to fight yeah. for the marriage, fight for each other. Right. And, you know, like, it's basically (laughs) ultimately looking at the relationship and being like, we're on the same team. Like, I know it seems like right now we're against each other because we have a different opinion. But at the end of the day, we are on the same team. We have the same goal to resolve this, is to love each other, to fix this and not end this in, like, pointing fingers and blaming each other. So I think remembering Mm -hmm. when you're fighting, like, hey, we are on the same team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to know who the real enemy is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when, if, if you are a Christian and you, you know, if you do believe in God, then you also believe that the enemy is waiting to uh, kill, destroy. And, you know, mm-hmm. and I think for us, we've had to recognize it many of times where yeah. we're just like, wait a second, like this person whom, who I love, who I committed myself to is not my enemy. Yeah. She's not my enemy. The enemy is my enemy. And now we're going to work together because Tori says it all the time that before marriage, the enemy wants you in the bed. And after marriage, the enemy wants you out of bed. Mm-hmm. And we, Ooh, we, we saw it early into marriage yeah. where we would get into an argument. And the first thing you want to do is withhold. You're just wow. like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kiss that person. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to sleep with that person, yeah. you know, just because you just want them to feel bad. Yeah. Right. But then you're realizing, wow, the, the, the enemy is affecting our intimacy. Yeah. And I just want to be wow. clear. I say this all the time on our YouTube channel that intimacy is not just physical. Okay. It's, it's, it's so much more than that. Yeah. Intimacy is into me. You see, mm-hmm. I felt more intimately connected to Tori in times when she's accepted me at my worst yeah. than times when we're having sex. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to know that whenever you are being intimate with whoever you're with, it's not just physical and, yeah. and you need to not let the true enemy get a foothold on that. And, and he absolutely will do his very best to do that. Yeah. Mm. And something, if you've watched any piece of our content ever, you will just know where I'm going with this, but I don't care if you're single, you're dating, you're married. It doesn't really matter what season you're in. There's a movie called the war room. And I watched it when I was single and it really truly was so pivotal Mm -hmm. for my prayer life and it taught me how to fight the real enemy how to go to war in prayer and to battle against those attacks and Mm. remember that he's not my enemy but the real enemy is the enemy and 
Yeah. And so anyways, highly recommend that movie. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) I need to see that. I've only seen it 30 times. I make like all my friends watch it. So yeah. If you're not doing anything in Dallas, the first week of November, we can watch that (laughs) movie. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Like we, can you imagine we go all the way to Dallas just to make her watch the war room? I honestly wouldn't put it past me. You're That's like, hey, you just come over, watch the movie. All right, we're leaving. Bye. And I'm like, so we don't even get to actually hang out? Yeah. Well, and, you know, so Tori and I are going to Dallas for this marriage conference, mm-hmm. right? It's called EXO yeah. Marriage. And I just want people to to know that um, – well, actually, so this I stole this from my buddy Gabe. So if you guys know Gabriel Conti, he's a stud of a man. And we one time him. he shared with me, he was like, dude – you need to have a PhD in your spouse. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. wait, what? <laughs> like, I only have a master's. Oh my gosh. You Tor- get it? I, I get it. Okay. Oh. I see You're what welcome. you did there. there I see is. what you did oh. there. I, th- thanks for affirming me. Mm-hmm. I, um, and so he said, you need to have a, a PhD in your spouse. And what he meant is that you need to know what makes her tick, what mm-hmm. turns her on. You need to know how she wants to be supported, how yeah. she needs help, or, you know, you need to know these things. You have to study mm-hmm. these things. Cause when you think about going to the gym, you know how your body responds to different workouts. When you think about trying to have success in your career, you know, what's not working and what is working. So you're always yeah. making rational thoughts of how you can pivot, pivot in terms pivot. of making a better, in, in terms <laughs> of getting to your, your goal. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing with, with our relationship. Relationships. We can't just react to our spouse and expect us to do everything right. We have to mm-hmm. practice this and make educated decisions on how to do that. And so that includes getting counseling. That mm-hmm. includes going to conferences. That includes listening to podcasts and, yeah. and asking them, sitting down and saying, hey, like, I realized that I was more hurtful than helpful whenever you were having a bad day the other day. What would have helped you? Wow. You know? Seek to understand, not just be understood. When you're in an argument, I think our first reaction a lot of times is we just want to be understood, but we don't actually seek to understand the problem. And so we need to make sure that we're actually addressing the problem, not the person, you know, like Mm -hmm. not attacking the person and who they are, but truly like working through the problem together. Mm -hmm. And another just like piece of advice is please guard who you're taking advice from. Um, I've seen a lot of couples take advice from people or even married people um, call their bestie or call a family member because they know that person's just going to be on their side Mm -hmm. and all they're going to do is stoke the flame. And you need to find people who are going to speak into your relationship that are for the relationship that are for the relationship, building the kingdom, not just wanting to, you know, fan the flame. And so I think that's really, really important to find wise counsel that are in seasons ahead of you and not take advice from, you know, people who you, you know, maybe wouldn't want the fruit that's in their life. Ooh, you wow. better tell them. That is a bar right there. And I, you're absolutely right. <laughs> like, I don't think people really talk about that very much because that also is kind of what's scary is that there we're in the information age. We can go yes. and find something that supports this opinion over here. We can go mm-hmm. over here and find something that supports this opinion. Like something can over yeah. here say, you should just get divorced because it's really hard. Yeah. And if you fall out of love, then just get divorced versus this yeah. is going to say, you know, the, the opposite opinion. And I think that's absolutely right is finding people that you trust that are wise that are ahead of you that have the same beliefs that know both of you guys that believe in marriage that Mm -hmm. you know follow god that you're like i really trust their opinion and i love that you said that because i don't think we hear enough people saying that and we can become 
wise in our own eyes. We're young, you know, you guys are yeah. newlyweds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bible is very clear about that, about how we can seem super wise in our own eyes. And yes. so were there resources or books, like I can think of a couple books I've read, but were there resources or books that you guys listened to before marriage and then still during marriage? Oh, yes. Yeah, 100%. You want to go? Yeah. Um. I, I, how about we popcorn? Okay. Just go back and forth. We love yeah. popcorn. back. Yeah. <laughs> Piggyback and popcorn. Um, there we go. So I guess one of the first ones for me was the meaning of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really popped my idol of marriage because mm-hmm. I'm one of those weird guys who I actually really, really desire to get married. Like I'm yeah. like, couldn't wait to be a husband. I can't wait to be a father one day, Aww. you know, and it's just one of those things where I definitely had an idol of marriage. And mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact chapter of that book by Tim Keller, but basically it's like chapter two or chapter three, but he's like, you never marry the right person. And I'm like, eh? yeah, you're like, like I'm what? sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm offended. Like closes book and, you know, but it, he basically was just sharing that, Hey, like, you know, who your spouse is today, yeah. they're going to be different tomorrow mm-hmm. potentially, yeah. or they're going to be different in five years. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you're listening right now, how different are you right now than, than 10 years ago? Praise the Lord. What did you want and desire and need 10 years ago versus now? Yeah. Well, guess what? That person that you're marrying right now is going to change in 10 years. They're going to change. And so mm-hmm. are you only marrying for who they are to you right now? Because yeah. if, if that's true, you better buckle up because yeah. you, you don't, you don't just marry someone for who they are to you. Yeah. You marry someone for who you want to be to them. Yeah. Right. And, and you, you deal with their changes and you love them inside of it. And it's yeah. such a special opportunity for us to share the love, grace, and mercy of God mm-hmm. as people change and they do the same thing with us. So anyways, I can run off. We need a marriage. <laughs> okay. You're, you're up, babe. Piggyback. No, that's a, that's a really I, that was good really one. Good Another one. Yeah. It's, they have a couple's devotional too. That's mm-hmm. really good. That pulls from that book. Um, and then another one that we actually did in premarital counseling was you and me forever by Francis Chan. And he talks a lot about that, but it's all about like marriage in the light of eternity and how marriage is about me encouraging and helping you for when that, that day comes that you meet Jesus face to face, he can say good and faithful servant. And, um, that's what marriage is about. It's two people sharpening each other. It's two people building up each other towards the kingdom. And I think that we just get it wrong in society. Sometimes, you know, I think that a lot of what we see on Instagram is just like this glorification of self. Yeah. Self and of just like being the hot couple and just like all the things, you know, Mm -hmm. and we have to put marriage back where it was supposed to be in the first place Mm -hmm. and make it, um, I don't know, like more like sacred again. Sacred. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think everyone just thinks that there's the door is still open after they've said their vows and that's just, it shouldn't be the case. Yeah, absolutely. I want to add in a book in there as well. Um, have you guys heard of the author Gary Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sacred search by him literally Mm -hmm. changed my entire perspective of marriage. And I highly recommend singles, young adults to read that. Um, I also read, um, oh, it's right here. Love and respect by Egret rich love and respect (laughs) was good. And then have you guys also heard of, um, men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. I'm looking at my bookshelf. Did you guys read that one? I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot of things about it. I think I have so that book, but I haven't good. read it. I, it's really? an old, old book from like 10 years ago, but it truly makes you, helps you understand how do men think, how do women think, why are there conflicts, yeah. why are there discrepancies, That's cool. you know, why does he retreat, 
Why does she overgive like all this stuff? Right. And yeah. it really helped me be like, oh, that's why he does that. So for anyone yeah. listening, that's a good so book. Good. Even if you guys want to still check it out, totally. You can recommend yes. that to your followers as well. Yeah. Um, cool. Those are great books I've loved as well. Yeah. And I'm probably the one that made the biggest me that I haven't even finished reading is the five love languages. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and granted, I don't mean that in a mean way, but you don't really need to like fully read the book to get the gist of it. I mm-hmm. recommend reading it, but yeah, you know, it's about there's five love languages that people like to express and receive love in certain ways. Yeah. And there's there's gifts, quality time, acts of service, touch, and um wait, hold on. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's not my top one, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> And so anyways, it actually is your lowest one. And, and I just, I got <laughs> She's to like, this yeah, point. babe. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I'm so bad at it. I, um, I got to this point with Tori where I even learned, it's not even just about those specific love languages. It's just about the intentionality of trying mm-hmm. because even when it comes to how I help Tori go through, or so how I help Tori get through a hard time, mm-hmm. I have to be intentional based on what she needs in that time. It's kind of like what I was mentioning yeah. earlier, the P thing because like for me whenever i'm going through a hard time i want to be left alone i don't want people to talk to me i want you to just leave me alone but tori likes it if you kind of get in her face and shake her out of it and encourage her and all that i don't really want that and so you know i think just understanding what your spouse needs is super important because there's yeah. so many times that like for me i'm an access service person and so this is just here i'm, I'm inviting you to the party oh here we go this morning I went downstairs and I made Tori a beautiful, beautiful um, egg and sausage and roasted tomato and avocado breakfast taco, right? Yes. And Tori has this like bump right here. I have a, um, not a cold sore. I have like a, what is it called? A canker sore. Yeah, a little ulcer like in my mouth. It's been really hurting. Yes, it's from stress, but it hurts to eat right now. And so I knew that we had a really busy day and a really busy yeah. week because we're actually closing on our house build this week, which is kind of crazy. I, uh, thank Yay. you. It's, it's been a lot, but it's yeah. been incredible. Um, and so I took time to make that. And then I came back upstairs. And I went back downstairs and then I saw that it only had a few bites taken out of it. And me mm. being an active service guy, I said to her, I was like, did you not, did you not like it? And for me, that was hard because I, when I gave her that, that little taco thing, it wasn't like saying, here's food. It was here, here, I love you. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, is Tori's not an access service person. She's a touch person. Yeah. She would have received love if I would have just went over there and just rubbed her shoulders yeah. or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so we just miscommunicated. And that's the yeah. bottom line of what makes a healthy relationship is your ability mm-hmm. to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Right. Over communicate yes over communicate chad has taught me yes wow that's so good like husband of the year right there wow like round of applause <laughs> that's awesome yeah. though oh, hey. definitely you should give me a coffee mug <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> husband of the year i will but that is honestly such a good point like their love languages i think are extremely important like knowing how that person receives and um and gives love and then also like what are ways that they are introverted versus extroverted how do they recharge how do they pull away do they like to just sit there and not talk with you sometimes do they want to go to the park and play games with you and throw a football or whatever like learning that with your partner is a thing and i think 
Something that I've heard other wise people say is continually learning your partner, learning like mm-hmm. you don't stop growing and learning them every day. You're trying to, you yeah. know, be like, how can I love you and serve you, but still learn more things about yeah. you. And I do think that, yeah, like once the honeymoon phase dies down, people would just get super complacent and they just kind of like, eh. And I think that's kind of sad. Like, I don't personally want a relationship where you become complacent and you just are, like, bored with this person. Like, I think it should always be, like, a fun adventure in the mundane. And also, if you're going on, like, a nice little retreat together, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Well, our friend, Milena, she said this the other day. We were on uh, their podcast, As For Me and My House. It's an amazing podcast. But she said, the day that you get married is the day that you will love your spouse the least. Like every single day of your marriage, you will continually grow through things. And every single day you will love your spouse in a new way Mm. if you're doing it right. You know? And so I think that culture and society makes the wedding day the most important thing versus putting the emphasis on that's just the starting line. Like the rest of it is the journey. And it's so true that I love Chad so much more today than I did on our wedding day. And I didn't think that that was possible, but I'm sure I'll love him in a completely different way when I see him as a father of our children someday. Mm, And that's the fun part of getting to do life with someone is we are ever changing, ever evolving, ever growing. And so, yes, you need to continue learning and like pursuing that person because they are (laughs) changing every day. So there's always something new to learn. Yeah. And it it really does make me think of like, what do people value out of a relationship? Like, you know, I think it'd be so interesting, you know, almost to sit down with whoever you're dating or whatever, you know, and sit down and say, why are you dating me? Why are you engaged to me? What, what, you like, why? You know, I just want to know why, like, what is the the benefit analysis here? The, the, the cost benefit, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously there's, you know, um, you could, it's opportunity cost, which is like the only thing I learned in undergrad, which is <laughs> opportunity cost Me in business is the cost of the next best alternative. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, well, what's the benefit of being with me? Right. And it, I think it's just so interesting to wonder why people are in relationships because kind of like what I, we were mentioning earlier about how there's so much more to intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're being sold a lie in society. I think we're being sold that relationships are X, Y, Z, but it's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a beautiful lie. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a gold plated lie where it's so attractive because it's beautiful and it's gold and I want it. And then you yep. get it on your neck and you wear yeah. it for a few weeks and mm-hmm. then it fades and it becomes what it actually is, mm-hmm. which is just sex, for example. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so I, I just feel in my heart that, I want people to know that like what you value in a relationship is what you're going to seek inside of someone, yeah. right? And wow. if you value friendship inside of a relationship, you'll seek a friend. Mm-hmm. If you value sex inside of a relationship, you're just going to seek someone that you're attracted to. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, looks fade. Yeah. They do. And it's not something that we need to be depressed about, right? And But if that's the thing that you value most about that person, mm-hmm. well, what happens when they no longer have yeah. those looks? What yeah. happens when they no longer have that money or that job or that ability to travel, you know, how will you then love them and feel in love with them if those are the things you're valuing out of your relationship? So good. Wow. That's really good. And that's something, okay. So like, obviously we're talking about that in marriage, but that's the stuff that you have to figure out when you're dating the person. And that's why the dating part 
it sucks. Like, I'm, I mean, I I just think it sucks. Like, I think, okay, you're waiting for yeah. marriage. You're trying to stay pure. Mm-hmm. You're trying to not cross boundaries yeah. emotionally, physically, spiritually. You're trying to assess. Yeah. You're both like, okay, like, I like you, but I, like, don't want to say I love you yet. And it's, like, this weird, like, ah, how much do I say? How much do mm-hmm. I not? But you're still trying to assess, yeah. is this the person that is all the things that you guys right. are mentioning, all the things that the books say, like, mm-hmm. does this person represent this? Do they love Jesus? Is it all those things? And like, that's why yeah. so many people really believe they get married and then they're like, it'll, it'll all work itself out once we get married. And it's like, Oh yeah. no, 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 well, no, nope, no, nope. you <laughs> no, poor no, thing. No, no. Like that's so naive. And I had to learn that the hard way. It doesn't work like yeah. that. And so it is uh, absolutely figuring that out now in the dating phase asking the hard questions going through the hard seasons and not marrying someone until you see like you know how you guys handle conflict what happens when they get angry what happens when they don't Mm. get their way like x y and z so maybe you guys can talk a little bit more about that as well definitely don't fall in love with the idea of this person yeah Mm. you know i think it can be so it's it's almost just like you know when you go to the grocery store and you're hungry and you buy the entire store right but when you go to the grocery store and you're not hungry, you're a lot more prudent with your decisions. Yeah. Right. right. And I think that we're, we're also desperate for relationship and connection mm-hmm. and intimacy that we're willing to accept being treated a certain way or accept learning our standards to a certain low mm-hmm. that will deal with things that we otherwise typically wouldn't. Like yeah. we'll buy those little Debbie cakes from the store just because we're hungry. We, we, we want to fix right now. Right. Yeah, and true. we have to be so careful to not be so desperate for relationships that we, mm-hmm. we, we find ourselves in a relationship that's actually going to make us unhappy. Yeah. Right. And we always say, don't ever make a decision based on fear. Um, and so I think a lot of people are staying in the wrong relationship for fear that they'll never find anyone else right. or they're quitting the right relationship before it even happens for fear of heartbreak. And so I feel like we have to, or <laughs> you guys have to, I'm, I honestly am not, um, jealous of the dating stage. No. Um, we, we highly recommend <laughs> and love marriage. Yeah. Um, but you have to be so discerning and in prayer when you are in the dating phase, uh, for the Lord to like, give you clarity, you know, Mm. and you have access to the throne room of God. And I feel like not enough people are actually accessing the wisdom that the Lord wants to give you as you're walking through this dating Mm. season, um, out of fear. Um, maybe they don't want to hear what God has to say. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that I, went through a lot of unfortunate uh, relationships and made a lot of mistakes. And that's, you know, why we talk about this so much on YouTube is because if we could go back, you know, we'd probably change a couple things. Um, but really and truly, I think the enemy will, um, when you're walking through relationships and you're making decisions that aren't honoring the Lord, then shame can trap you. And I feel like when you get wrapped up in shame um, because you're not pursuing purity, then it makes you want to remove yourself from praying and asking the Lord, or at least that was my um, experience was, okay, I don't even want to talk to the Lord about this because I'm sh- I, I feel shame about yeah. like these things that I've done. And, and then I'm just avoiding completely. Yeah. And then you get more and more wrapped up into it. And unless you're walking into a relationship with purity and you are seeking the Lord in every decision that you're making and you're asking him for clarity. Mm. I remember for me, I called it like my mountaintop moment in 
um, a previous relationship. And I said, Lord, please help me see this man for whether or not he's my husband, like remove the glaze of romance. Like I want to see clearly through your eyes, whether or not this man is my husband, because if he's not, then I don't want to waste his time Mm -hmm. and I don't want to waste mine, you know, but I need, I need your voice to shine, um, or to be very loud and apparent. And, and it was And like two days later, I had my answer, but I actually had to move past the fear of, well, what if the answer isn't what I want it to be? I love that you also just touched upon the fear aspect because there is a lot of fear. A lot of people have come from divorced parents. They've come from broken relationships in the past. I mean, right there with you, sister, like, so there is a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear. And obviously there's so many resources of people saying, do this, don't do that. Avoid this, you know, try to do that. And so there is like, what Mm -hmm. if I make a mistake? What if I do this wrong? Like, and there's Mm -hmm. so much information that it can feel very overwhelming. And if I could just leave my followers with, you know, some final points and maybe you guys can do the same It's just, yeah, ultimately, like, don't date in isolation. You do this with people and in Mm -hmm. community to have people help you. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, ultimately, like what you were saying, too, it's like asking the Lord, like, God, is this what you want? Is this right? Is this wrong? And if you're abiding in him, if you have the voice of discernment, Mm -hmm. if you're just asking the Lord, will you show me? He's going to show you. He's going to give you in the form of peace, clarity, other people confirming that. I mean, so many things. And the other person you're trying to date, they'll feel the same way too. Because God's not going to say one person yes, the other person no, if it's not meant to be from him. And so um, overall, it's just always going back to God saying, God, humble me, show me, is this right? Is this wrong? And I really believe that he will. Um, and if you guys want to have mm-hmm. any last final points as well that you guys want to throw in. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have one that's been on my heart. I actually wrote it down a few minutes ago because oh, I was yes. like, I can't forget this one. I love Ready. It. And this is, this was an important one for, uh, for Tori and I, and by the way, I don't know how much longer I can talk. So let me know if I'm going, if I'm going too in depth. Um, but ba- the basic point is, is to know the age of your relationship. I think one thing that's helped Tori and I thrive inside of our relationship is I look at us as three parts. Mm -hmm. There's Tori and then there's me and then there's us. I call it the baby, right? I I called it the baby back whenever (laughs) we were dating. Yeah. And it's because I I tell, I I would tell Tori all the time that, okay, imagine you have a baby right now. If that baby's screaming at 2 a.m., what are you going to go do? You're going to go check on the baby. Mm -hmm. You're going to go feed it. You're going to go change its diaper. You're going to go. Uh, comfort it. You're going to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's the same thing with where we are in our relationships. I think yeah. a lot of people are expecting their relationships to have like a mature walk. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to make good decisions together, but they're not, the relationship hasn't had time to develop and evolve and age and yeah. go through things. And yeah. so we've been very careful with um, how to respect each other's boundaries depending on the age of our relationship Mm -hmm. with the type of friends that we have based off the age of our relationship, Mm -hmm. the way we talk to each other based on the age of our relationship and the way we feel comfortable with each other, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's so easy to get caught up and just kind of assuming, oh, well, this is what makes a healthy relationship. And right now I don't have that. Right. Mm. And you're just like, but you've been dating for, for two months. 
Okay. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like you've been dating for a week. You, you've been together for six months, but you haven't actually like got a chance to really connect with each other. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage people to really take an emotional and physical inventory of where's your relationship at right now. All right, you guys, we're so sorry. We've had some technical difficulties, but we're going to have them finish out with this <laughs> last point and then we're going to close out of this episode. Okay, Chad, will you yeah. kick us off with what you were saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet, but I think something that's been on my heart throughout this whole episode is to know the age of your relationship. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the things that's helped Tori and I thrive inside of not only our marriage, but our dating and even the talking phase is kind of awkward. Like, yeah. are we going to kiss here? Are we talking? Are we exclusive? What's going on? Is that we knew the age of our relationship. And the, the best way I can describe it to you is that I look at Tori and I as like three people, right? There's me, then there's Tori, and then there's us, right? Yeah. Where a quick example of that would be, you know, I can handle being away from Tori for, you know, say a month. Mm -hmm. Tori could probably handle being away from me for a month, but could our relationship handle being apart from each other for a month? Mm -hmm. That's a different story. You have to know the age of your relationship. Think about this. If you have a newborn child, uh, right, they're they're two months old and they're screaming at 2 Mm a.m., can you just leave them on their own? No. You have to go feed them. Yeah. You have to go change their diaper. You have to go comfort them. Mm-hmm. And our relationships need certain levels of TLC, tender yeah. love and care, yeah. the different ages they are. Mm-hmm. And we need it to not, well, we just need to, we, we just need to stop pretending that our relationships are more mature than what they actually are. Yeah. And we need to be willing to put in the work yeah. and to protect that sweet relationship you have. And it will develop and you will have better communication and more strength. And yeah. it will evolve and become stronger as it grows. But Tori and I being married three years, we still have to be, you know, a bit extra sensitive Mm -hmm. and we have to over communicate because we still are learning things about each other every single day. And so for anyone listening, no matter where you are in your relationship, know the age of your relationship Mm -hmm. because you have to make decisions that will protect it. I feel like one of my favorite lines that I ever heard prior to marriage was that your spouse is either going to be your greatest asset or your biggest liability, and you need to make a wise decision. Like choosing who you're going to spend the rest of your life with should be smart. You know, they should propel you into God's kingdom Mm. and really fan the flame in your heart of your faith. And so making a smart decision and being very prayerful about it is probably the best advice I can give. Yeah. I love that because anything of value we protect Mm -hmm. our cars, we protect any jewelry we protect it. Like we keep our money in a safe bank, you know, like our homes, we lock the doors, Mm -hmm. anything of value you have to protect and treat it with respect and value it. So I love that. Tori and Chad, thank you guys so much. You guys are so full of wisdom. Thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Like, I loved everything you guys had to say. I'm taking definitely some of this going forward with whoever I date and whoever I marry. Um, thank you guys so much. Could you please let my listeners know where they can find you guys, where they can follow you guys, and everything of that sort? Yeah, so you can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. The Messy Masterpiece Podcast is daily devotional. And you can also find us on YouTube, Tori and Chad Masters. Um, or on the gram, which is our names, Tori Masters, Chad Masters, <laughs> or you can high five of high five us if you see us in the streets. There you go. There you Heck go. yeah. I love it. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Dallas soon. And I really hope this helps yes. the people out. I really believe it will. But until mm-hmm. then, you guys stay happy and healthy. I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Stay happy and healthy. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Happy and Healthy. I do apologize if there were any technical difficulties. I don't know why, but today's episode was a struggle bus with my Wi-Fi. So hopefully going forward, that won't happen. But thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you made it this far, what's up? It's your girl, Jay. And you guys can check out all their links down below. Again, I do post these every single Tuesday, and we are going to be working on some fun little things coming soon, so stay tuned for that. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for checking out Happy and Healthy. I'll be posting another one next Tuesday. If you feel inclined to leave a review, that helps me out a ton. So if you are loving this podcast, please leave it a review. That helps me out so much, and I would really appreciate it. All right, you guys, I will catch you next Tuesday on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere you guys can listen to podcasts. I'll catch you guys soon. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.